Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Wednesday, no Thursday it is, good grief, Thursday edition of Sports Scene that shows you where I am. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell, time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Sam Patoza back. Uh, in the summer B mode, he is uh, going to produce our broadcast today. I've got a pretty active show today. Actually, today and tomorrow, uh, I think we have some really good guests uh, that we're going to bring on the program. Um, going to get a little nostalgic here uh, to start with um, because if you have followed Gator basketball through the years, you know the name Eddie Shannon. Shannon, of course, played here, uh, but he's gotten into coaching, and he is coaching as an assistant in the Southeastern Conference. That's right. He's coaching at South Carolina. Um, So we're going to talk to him. Uh, Lon Kruger, uh, when we got off the air yesterday, he was named to the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame. Coach Kruger will join us today. Florida's newest uh, men's basketball recruit, Thomas Hawk, is going to join us today, we hope. And then Dennis Dodd from CBSSports.com, who's written a couple of columns uh, about the NIL. Believe it or not, believe it or not, tomorrow is the one-year anniversary of enactment of NIL. Crazy, isn't it? It seems like... there's two schools of thought. It's either like you think the NIL has been here for 50 years or for like two days. But the one-year anniversary of that is tomorrow. All right, let's bring Eddie to the program now to bring him back. been a while. Eddie, Shane, it's good to talk to you, man. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, wonderful. Thank you for having me on, first of all. Thank you. I'm very, very humbled and delighted to be on. By the way, uh, Coach Kruger made me. Uh, uh, he reminded me. Please tell Eddie Shannon hello because he's going to be on later today. So I'm passing that along, Eddie. He wanted me to tell you hello. Oh, uh, you made sure to, to tell him that I say hello and, and thank you. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go. How'd you get into coaching? I think fans want to. How'd you get into coaching? <laughs> it's it's kind of right of passage as, as a player, you know. So. Um, when I finished at Florida, I went and start, I started playing overseas for 11 years, and and kind of, you know, you know, as your career starts from winding down, okay, you're like, okay, what's next? And you have a passion for the game, and I feel like I'm, when it comes to basketball, I'm just, uh, you know, that's 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 my purpose, and I knew once I finished that I would be involved in basketball in some resolve, whether it was coaching, front office, or something. And um, my passion just came with helping kids and mentoring. And I was like, you know, I, I think that's my purpose. And that's what it's become. That's exactly what it is. My purpose is, is coaching and to help pass on the knowledge of the game that I've learned. What's the, Eddie, what's the best thing about being a coach for you? Just seeing a lot of these kids' dreams come true, seeing them play out the same situations that you had and able to coach them and mentor them through those things to help them avoid certain pitfalls that 
you had when you were a player because you were in a similar scenario, whether it's a life situation, whether it's an on-court situation, whether it's a situation of trying to figure themselves out and who they are as people, um, that has been the biggest blessing, just being able to impact others and kind of, you know, I'm, I'm big into just, you know, being a servant and learning these kids and just being able to help them and give back, you know, what I've learned, you know, through life and through the game. Uh, you, you're at South Carolina now, but for fans who don't know, kind of go through your coaching stops, Eddie, and how you got to, to South Carolina. Well, so when I when I when I stopped playing, this was back in 2011. I think in May was my last game of 2011. Um, so then I moved back. I was living in Miami at the time. Once I came back, and um, I kind of knew that was the end for me because my youngest son at the time had just turned one. Wow! And it it was taking a lot of time from family, and I felt like I still could play, obviously, but I felt like my basketball career was much shorter than what my next chapter would be and that I needed to, hey, re- really sit back, think about it and say, hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to go continue to play and maybe play maybe two, maybe three more years, maybe? Or do you want to begin, you know, getting into the coaching circle and start building your resume and, and moving, you know, moving forward? Um, what's 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 best for you? And so, you know, after talking with my family and, and, and people that I trust, um, I decided to, to let basketball go. It was hard. Um, and then started to network and filter my way through, okay, what's next for me in terms of coaching? How do I get into it? Where do I go? So I started coaching at um, as an assistant at Miami Southridge, actually with another former Gator, John Heron. He was the head men's basketball coach at Miami Southridge. And I was there for a season, and then once I left Southridge, I started coaching at in my hometown of West Palm Beach at Division Two Palm Beach Atlantic. I was there for three seasons, and then Matt McCall got mm-hmm. the job at University of Tennessee Chattanooga, and he brought me on in my first season as a director of basketball operations my first year at University of Tennessee Chattanooga, and we were there for two years. And after those two years, I left and I went to Canisius College up in Buffalo for two years with Reggie Witherspoon. And then I had an opportunity to go back to the University of Tennessee, Chattanooga with Lamont Paris. And I was there for three seasons with Lamont. We had a tremendous success there. And Lamont Lamont gets hired at South Carolina uh, this past spring. And he brought us our staff with him. And here we are today. Eddie, what kind of a guy is Lamont? What kind of a coach is he? I mean, Lamont is, he's awesome. And I think he's the next big thing, in all honesty. He has a tremendous mind for the game. He has a tremendous ability to connect with players. Um, He is very good at, at empowering his staff. He's a relatable coach. And I just, you know, after playing for Billy and just kind of seeing how Billy was as a coach and some of the things that I can remember from my X's and O's and um, in-game adjustments and how he deals with the players, it, Lamont reminds me a lot of that. I mean, he's, he's, he's very, very sharp. He's very, very bright, and he has a passion. And what we say is kind of like I feel like he has that it factor. 
and you don't you don't quite know exactly what that is, but you just feel like he has what it takes to get to that next coaching tier in terms of the 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 Hall of Fame coaches. I just see that that that's in his path because that is that is what he's built like. Eddie Shannon, our guest here, former course former Gator basketball player, now an assistant coach here in the SEC with South Carolina. Uh, for those who don't remember, uh, Eddie played here '95 to '99. What are your memories of playing here, Eddie? Man, I just remember the old dome rocking. <laughs> it was called <laughs> the old dome back then, and I had a wonderful time in Gainesville. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, I remember the the transition from Coach Kruger to to Billy taking over, and just how in that transition you know, after my freshman year and just, you know, we, we weren't very good my freshman year. And, and when Billy came in, it was, you know, he knew what it took to win and he coached us that way from day one. And me, you know, kind of talking to myself and say, Hey, what's next for you? Like, what do you want to be? What do you want to do? You have to transition yourself because you can't be who you always were, was. And just, through Billy's tutelage, you know, developing a seriousness for the game and a, and a work ethic for the game. And I think that's, that's helped me throughout my life and throughout my career. Final thing. Um, I guess along the way, you know, when, when I don't care if it's a high school coach or, you know, Coach Kruger or Coach Donovan, sometimes when guys go into coaching, they learn a little bit from everybody that's coached them. Is that the case with you? Yes. Yes, I have. And in all honesty, um, the first, not just someone who, this person didn't didn't coach me, but the first person that I, or the second person that I coached with, Dave Balza, um, who's, who's uh, retired now from coaching. But one of the things that I learned from him that, that has helped me in my career was just organization, being organized in every sing, single thing you do from your office to your practice planning to how you deal with your players to your meetings to to the games and I think that's so important just being organized being strategic and having a plan but to go back to your question um I've learned from every single coach um I still I've learned things from a guy that I played for in Russia Sergey Bilov wow um yeah 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 he was (laughs) Yeah, I, I learned I learned a lot from him, and um, just just even in his coaching, he was a very laid back coach, and he he allowed the thing that I took from him was um, it, it was it had more to do with practice and how he dealt with certain players for practice. You know, everybody's like, go hard, go hard, go hard in practice. Well, Sergey was different. He was like, I'm gonna rest my big high minute guys when I need to. And I'll go at him when I need to, but he would re- he would rest guys and guys would perform better because he could relate. He was a player himself. He was a very good. He was like one of the best Russian players ever. Hmm. Um, but I learned I learned that from him. Um, I think my knowledge for the game and certain things I learned from Billy and how important you know um, after timeout situations. Uh, special situations, baseline out of the sideline side and baselines out of bounds uh, plays and, and having a plan and, 
and being ready to game plan for different defensive styles and, and, and things of that nature. But yeah, to 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 your point, yeah, you learn from from everyone that you that you that you've coached with and also that that has coached you. And if you don't, then obviously it ain't, it's not for you because you actually should be seeking that stuff out. No question. Eddie, it's good to get, catch up with you again. Congratulations on getting in, into the SEC, and I wish you luck at South Carolina. And uh, good to catch up. Thanks for your time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Steve, and, and thank you to everybody in, in Gatorland. And, yeah, I had a wonderful time in uh, Gainesville, and I certainly look forward to coming back to Gainesville and, and seeing everybody again. Okay, man. Thank you, Eddie. Eddie Shannon, uh, good guy. Oh, you can hear that. Always was when he was a player, too, and a, and a really underrated player when he was here. All right, we're going to open the phone lines. we got a good guest list today, but uh, we'll open phone lines for you. 1215, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I am Jack Shivertaker. Tonight, the Tampa Bay Rays start a five-game series on the road against the Toronto Blue Jays. Jeffrey Springs is the probable start for the Rays against Yusei Kikuchi of the Blue Jays. Live coverage of tonight's game starts right here at 6.30. Also in the MOB, the Atlanta Braves are looking to cap off a three-game sweep of the Phillies tonight. That game starts at 6.05 with Ian Anderson going against Aaron Nola. The Miami Marlins are off today before heading to D.C. for a three-game series with the Nationals. Former Gator Bradley Beal has turned down a $36.4 million offer from the Wizards, making him an unrestricted free agent. Beal has spent his entire 10-year career in Washington thus far. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I am Jack Shivertaker. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks, been telling you for a long time about my friend and trusted realtor, Scott Coldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty. He's come up with a program exclusively for his sellers that allows you to trade in your current home so you can buy your dream home worry-free with fewer homes in the market now than ever before. Buyers often have to make their best offer. If you have a house to sell, most of those offers, frankly, don't get accepted. Never experienced this and the hassle of trying to sell and buy at the same time or the risk and hassle of owning two homes. With Scott's trade-in and trade-up program, sellers never find themselves stuck, and they can move at their pace and on their timeline. That's because Scott already has buyers. In fact, thousands of them, creating higher demand and multiple offers, which means more money for you. Trade-in and trade-up with Scott Caldwell. This program is perfect for you. Learn more. Call 352 352- Two zero nine zero 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 zero. That's three five two two zero nine zero 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 zero. Or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. The clock is ticking on IDC's amazing finance offer. You have until 6 p.m. Thursday to take advantage of the most popular offer ever. Five years zero interest financing on practically everything in our showcases. Get in now and splurge. How about a stunning $12,000 designer ring for just $200 a month? It's the smartest, easiest, and best way to buy. No interest for five years. But hurry, this incredible offer ends Thursday and will not be extended. Only at International Diamond Center. Okay, you've put it off all 
month, so you need to do it now. Get to IDC now. Take advantage of an incredible finance offer. Five years, zero interest financing. You have till Thursday to make it happen. Get that $6,000 diamond tennis bracelet or designer earrings for just 100 bucks a month with nothing down. Listen, interest rates are going up, but you can still lock in a 0% rate now through Thursday at International Diamond Center. Get details at shopidc.com. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Need your medical marijuana card? Meet Canna MD. As one of the largest networks of medical marijuana doctors in Florida, Canna MD offers the easiest process around. Just visit CannaMD.com to find out if you qualify. Are you curious about medical cannabis? Visit CannaMD.com to connect with Florida's best medical marijuana doctors. CannaMD.com. That's C A N N A M D.com. Mention code GREEN to save 10%. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. Did you know Kohl's has beyond epic deals just in time for 4th of July fun? I just got buy one, get one for a dollar, jumping beans, kids finds, shorts for less than $18, and swimsuits for just $17.99. The best part? I didn't need any coupons, earned Kohl's cash, and got free store pickup. So, yeah, run to Kohl's. Select style sale ends July 4th. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Close out the week tomorrow. My buddy Shane Matthews will be here. You can listen to Shane, of course, on his Pot Up podcast every day. Uh, we're going to talk a little NIL uh, on its one-year anniversary. Andy Burcham, the play-by-play voice of Auburn, will join us to talk. We've been giving you some snippets of baseball teams around the SEC, uh, what they're doing in the portal, uh, outlook for you know the future. We'll talk a little Auburn football, too, tomorrow. Um, and then uh, Sierra Clark, one of our former students, is working up in television in Arkansas. She'll t- take a look at Arkansas in baseball uh, as well. And then hope to have Gator football player Richie Leonard in the house. Next week, uh, it's going to be our pleasure to have uh, Phil Steele, whose magazine comes out. I think it's the best in the business He'll talk a little college football with you uh, next week. But for today, um, two things. First of all, let me just be brutally honest with you here, okay? Unless you like Major League Baseball or the NBA or Wimbledon, it is the desert. I mean, they're just isn't a lot going on. Uh, you know, when you when you listen to the national shows and they're talking NBA free agency, 
you you, you kind of get the idea. Um, but I do want to ask a couple of questions in regard to college football. All right. You are a Gator football fan, okay? And you look at recruiting rankings. What do I always tell you about that? Okay? Sometimes you have to wait until, uh, you know, the end of the cycle to see, you know, how you are going to end up. You, know, you don't know. Okay? So, a lot of angst on social media. So, tell me as a Gator football fan, what is your level of concern when it comes to Gator football recruiting in this NIL world? Okay? Are you not concerned at all? Mildly concerned? Or real concerned? All right. Secondly, the other day, the ACC was, I believe, the fifth conference, I believe, to say they were doing away with divisions. So my question to you, would you be in favor of that for the SEC? A lot of people like the new scheduling format, the 3-3-5, which is three permanent rivalry games every year, the other 10 opponents rotating on an every other year basis. This is what the, the ACC's is. Um, so tell me that, okay? We do have some guests today, but I want to hear from you. If there's something else you want to bring up, I have not, please do, all right? Phone number to call, 392-8255. You can email the show, srussell at wruf.com. Daryl says, great interview with Eddie Shannon. Good to see former Gators succeed in the coaching world. I remember Mick calling him on the broadcasts, Fast Eddie. He was Fast Eddie Shannon. Yeah. Um, and I will also, uh, well, I'll, I'll wait to do this later. Let's get Robert first. Robert, hello. Hey, Steve, you know what? It was interesting listening to Eddie because he, he spanned both coaches, mm -hmm. and uh, it was fascinating. I, I started school here in 73, and I'm 68 now, and I've been a Gator fan a long time, but this NIL thing and all this recruiting talk, it nauseates me, Steve. I could care less, but, I mean, there's a lot of rabbit holes you can go to on social media, but for me, I just I just don't even concern myself. Whatever team that – you know, the football coach or the basketball coach puts on the field, on the court. I'm all for them. I can't get wrapped up in this because it's just if the if the players, if, if the NFL can't get it right in the first round and pay half these guys millions of dollars and they ended up bust, how can these kids coming out of high school, you know, uh, some some of these people think that they're like, you know, the God's gift to, to football. So in my personal opinion, uh, I could care less. I don't care. I don't watch the stuff. I just, you know, want to see the team on the field and go Gators. That's my take. Thank you, Steve. Okay, thank you. I do think that is a take that a lot of people, especially older fans, are going to take. 
because they're not used to this. They're not used to this NIL world we live in when the model that they've grown up on has been completely obliterated. I get it. Austin, hello. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Okay. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat concerned about it just because, you know, I'm listening to you and uh, the other pundits out there and everything, just, you know, talking about it. I think, you know, it seems like Florida's a little bit behind the eight ball in terms of this, but, you know, like you said, I think we're kind of trying to just kind of see, you know, how it's going to go. But, you know, I think that I'm a little bit concerned, but I think Billy Napier did it done. But the one thing, one observation is, like, I don't think that I've been, I've been following Gator football for a long time, pretty much. Um, and I'm, I've never seen it to where before a coach's first season, of some of the fan base is just going off the edge, you know, just worried about, like, not – you know, worried about if he's going to be effective. I've never seen that. I, I mean, I can't recall a time. Can you? No. Um, and, and again, I think it's partly because of the world we live in. Uh, I think it's partly because of, you know, NIL and all of that. Um, so, yeah. And, and look, I can understand, you know, why some fans feel the way that they do. But, you know, there's a lot of buzz about Miami, for example. Well, look where they are ranked, okay? They're not ranked highly. So, I mean, it's a little perspective sometimes does help. Right, I agree. And, I mean, you know, I think the product that we put out on the field and if we start winning and Napier does a really good job, I think everything's going to take care of itself. So, thank you, Steve, and enjoy the show. Austin, thank you. Um, I'm going to, when I come back, I'm going to try to find this, um, because there is one coach in the big 12 who has talked about the world we live in with NIL and, uh, want to hear what you think about his comments. 1228 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN. 98.1 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. QC Kinetics patient Robert Patterson, a veteran and business owner, struggled at work and in the gym with chronic agonizing shoulder pain. Those injuries just continue to nag, and if you don't treat them, they just get worse. And I just kind of abused my body for a long time, and it finally had said enough is enough. That's okay, because QC Kinetics tells your pain, hey, enough is enough. Their regenerative treatments bring you relief by helping restore and repair damaged tissue with no drugs, no downtime, and best of all, no surgery. I was able able to exceed the goals that I had previously attained in the gym, it was absolutely worth its weight in gold so I could continue to live life without limitation. Ready to get lasting relief from your joint pain? Call QC Kinetics to learn more about how natural biologic treatments can get you lasting results. Call now. It's a free consultation. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352 352- 400-4550. The forecast calls for warm gulf breezes blowing through your hair and soft sugary white sand below your feet. Along with mostly sunny skies on outdoor patios while dining al fresco. 
cool, colorful street murals mixed with world-renowned art museums. And around sunset, there's a chance of fiery orange skies over emerald green waters. So immerse your senses in St. Pete Clearwater and start planning your beach escape at visitstpeteclearwater.com. This Independence Day, the Boston Pops Fireworks Spectacular is back in Boston. Presented by Bloomberg and Eaton Vance. Join conductor Keith Lockhart with special appearances by Shaka Khan. Javier Colon. And Heather Headley. Watch and listen Monday, July 4th, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Bloomberg Television, Bloomberg Radio, Bloomberg.com, Bloomberg Quick Take, and the Bloomberg Business App. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to get conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? Babbel's interactive lessons are created by real language teachers and voiced by real native speakers using a modern conversation-based method. So in no time, you'll be speaking confidently about real-life topics in another language. Nosotras vamos a México en dos días y ahora hablamos español. Gracias, Babbel. Sí, muchas gracias. <laughs> Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A mix of sun and clouds today, high temperatures in the low 90s, heat indices in the upper 90s. And we've got a good chance for numerous thunderstorms later on in the afternoon and throughout the evening, especially inland and west. Anywhere from the Highway 301 corridor westward, numerous thunderstorms popping up. They could produce locally heavy rainfall rates and flash flooding will be possible. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. I don't think the outside world gave Kevin enough credit. I think if you came within our organization, Kevin was given all the credit. Can we stop with the Kevin Durant obsession? I appreciate him, though, giving Kevin Durant his due. His flowers? Giving him his flowers, his yes. Flowers. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, we have... Phone lines open until we talk uh, in about 10 minutes or so with former Gator basketball coach Lon Kruger, who will be going into the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame. How cool is that for Lon? 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Again, as you, as you call in today, the one-year anniversary of NIL is tomorrow. Your thoughts on where it's going one guy who talked about this is Oklahoma State football coach Mike Gundy. Remember, a lot of the media days for the conferences are coming up 
in about three weeks. So you'll hear a lot of this from the coaches. But this, you know, Gundy spoke to The Athletic, and this is what he said concerning all of this. Quote, college football is going to look completely different two years from now, in my opinion. Maybe quicker than that. People need to quit talking about whether they like it or not. It's here. The genie's out of the bottle. It's over. So for Oklahoma State, the very most important thing we can do is make sure we're taking care of the student-athletes and our players. What that's going to look like over the next six months, I don't know. But we have to keep our culture in place. We are who we are. We're not changing that. We're good at what we do. We'll make sure we're taking care of the student-athletes, make sure we're allowing them the opportunity for NIL, and then adapt on the run. Until we get a governing body, if there's going to be one, and someone gives us direction and tells us what the parameters are, we're all reacting on the run. That's the way I see it. When nobody's in charge, that's what happens. And really right now, nobody's in charge. And when he was asked about you know big money boosters and all that, he said, we're not doing that here. It's not a sustainable way of life in my opinion. Here's the maybe there's 10 or 12 schools in the country that can live that way. The other 45 or 50 that are in power five conferences, they can't sustain that type of model. That's coming from a coach in a power five league. Byron is next. Byron, hi. Hey, Steve, uh, always your, your interviews, and I guess the, the people you interview make it so good and special, man. Eddie, you know, fast Eddie, I heard someone mentioning what Mick saying. Uh, just great to hear him doing that. It, it just brought back memories here, and, you know, Steve trying to coach and wanting to coach it. Thinking about, you know, my time at Santa Fe and Eastside, you can still remember those plays, and I'm 60-something years old. It, every day you learned back in those days, probably like you do with baseball, and it's incredible how that stuff sticks with you. And, if, and like you said, if you're not – learning that way you're never going to be a coach and real quick steve uh speaking of how, how, how it happens a uh, shot i think Marty's son schottenheimer he came to florida and i was wondering at first what he was doing but as i watched i understood that he was coming to learn coach spurrier not that he didn't want to play but and i think he's one of the best nfl uh coming up and coming coaches now especially in the offensive end so you mean that, brian schottenheimer brian shot i meant his daddy was martin but yes sir the names i'm always but yeah and uh, he came to Florida, if I remember, and learned under Coach Spurrier. And, well, he uh, played at Florida. Yeah, he played too, but uh, I think he really was coming to just kind of learn under Coach Spurrier and play. I didn't mean no disrespect, but uh, he really is a great NFL coach, I think, and I would wish he was down here coaching some of the guys. So shout out to him too. And, Steve, on the NIL thing, you know, I think we all getting a little carried away, which is it's rightful. But, you know, yesterday I think you had a guy on, was it Fudge? But, but – uh, I love the way he was talking. And one of the things he said was he's trying to be a, a lottery pick. And a lot of people are just playing sports to get into the money. They're not just there for the money. And that was good to hear. And everybody's not in there playing for the Gators just for NIL, maybe to make it to the pros. And and last, Steve, a couple things. is The Rays pitching you had to go on the other day was bad, baseball, baseball thing. But uh, I don't know they're hitting. And runners in scoring positions, Steve, they really seem to be struggling this year. So I don't know if there's one thing I'm, I'm, I'm kind of worried about the Rays. They never seem to get that big hit 
And lastly, Bradley Beal, I hope he gets his big money. Get out of Washington, Bradley, and uh, I'm happy for him. I think he's going to land up in Lake, the Lakers or maybe Dallas is Munson League. But, Bradley, good for you. Go Gators and go get it, boy. All right, Byron, thanks. Uh, I think Bradley Beal's going back to the Wizards. I do. I mean, he could have opted out a while ago and didn't do that. And look, I don't know, you know, what he's going to do. Uh, but he can either sign a five-year max deal with his current team, Washington, uh, or he can sign a four-year max deal with another team. So this this is not good. Did you hear about this? Miles Bridges from Charlotte was arrested in L.A. facing felony domestic violence chargers. He led the Hornets in scoring last year, and if timing is everything, he's set to become a restricted free agent and could command a max contract. That does not help. Kemba Walker, who went to Detroit, apparently is negotiating a buyout with the Pistons. He would become a free agent. So we'll keep you posted, especially if there's any Gators besides uh, Bradley Beal uh, that something happens with. All right, uh, let's get some calls here before we get to our next guest, 392-8255, and you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Mark says, in my opinion, fans like myself are, are frustrated not with Coach Napier, but the football program and administration as a whole since Meyer left. Foley placed this program 10 years behind schedule because we failed to upgrade the football facility. And now we have this beautiful new facility that's being nullified by NIL. And similar to the facility issue of 10 years ago, we're now falling behind on NIL. Your thoughts? Mark, I think it's going to be interesting because I kind of agree with what Mike Gundy said, okay? Is Florida, if what Gundy is saying is true, is Florida going to be one of those 10 or 15 teams or schools that just shell out big money? Historically, I would say no. I would say that is not what Florida's MO is. You know, will they be competitive in it? Yes, I think so. But will they shell out big money? Eh, probably not. But we'll see. Uh, Steven says, uh, with the new football schedule changes coming soon, hope we play Auburn more often. So many great memories from this rivalry. It's a great away trip for Gator fans. Steven, uh, if, if the SEC adopts a new scheduling format, I would be absolutely stunned if you don't see some kind of schedule that allows for that. I think everybody wants that. I think, you know, players even talk about it. You know, hey, I can, if I stay, you know, I can, I can see every team, you know, across the league. That's really good. Um, BB says, a great interview with Eddie Shannon. Congrats to Lon, another nice guy as well. 
about football recruiting and NIL. What concerns me most about NIL is what you hinted the other day. We won't see the effect of it in year one of the coach's tenure, but if we don't somehow short-circuit the athlete money lottery by other schools sooner than later, year two or three might be tough for wins along with ticket sales and the ever-ready fan ire. It will be interesting to see if this situation happens. Let me lay it out, okay? We see schools, Texas A&M, you know, how, how is Florida going to compete with a school that has all that oil money? I'm just giving, using that as an example, okay? So let's just say that Florida doesn't do that. They, they don't hang with the big money people. I wonder what the reaction to the fan base is going to be. Will it be what a couple have been here today? Curious to see. Because, look, I don't care NIL, ABC, DEF. It comes down to wins and losses. That I mean, you can sift through all of this, but that's what a fan is going to see. And if Florida is not getting the top-tier athlete, then we'll see what happens. 1243 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Lon Kruger will talk to us next. He's going to be inducted into the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame. How cool is that? ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I am Jack Shivertaker. Tonight, the Tampa Bay Rays start a five-game series on the road against the Toronto Blue Jays. Jeffrey Springs is the probable start for the Rays against Yusei Kikuchi of the Blue Jays. Live coverage of tonight's game starts right here at 6.30. Also in the MLB, the Atlanta Braves are looking to cap off a three-game sweep of the Phillies tonight. That game starts at 6.05 with Anderson going against Aaron Nola. The Miami Marlins are off today before heading to D.C. for a three-game series with the Nationals. Former Gator Bradley Beal has turned down a $36.4 million offer from the Wizards, making him an unrestricted free agent. Beal has spent his entire 10-year career in Washington thus far. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I am Jack Shivertaker. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Out of your car. 
It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Belonging isn't just about fitting in. It's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community. <laughs> Even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesdays, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. You heard right, 50% off wine bottles on Wednesdays at Spurrier's. And of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch, available every Saturday and Sunday. The hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Hey, Florida, we know you love getting out on the water. But do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? A life jacket, of course. And whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly. And then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com wonderful product. I've lost 111 pounds using that product. 111 pounds. You could not believe the difference. I went from a size 48 pant to a 33 pant and I've maintained that now for over almost a year now. Yeah, absolutely. Andro 400 has helped me lose 111 pounds, and I've maintained my weight for almost a year now. Thanks, James, for that inspiring testimony and 111 good reasons to choose Andro 400. The most effective and natural way to lose belly fat, increase libido, gain energy, strength, and muscle while safely boosting your testosterone levels. So, guys, how many reasons do you need for trying Andro 400? Well, here are two more great reasons. Order now and get free shipping plus an additional $6 off when you use the code SAVE6. That's SAVE6. Call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435 or go to andro400.com. andro400.com. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver. Weekdays at 2. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox. And you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Former Gator men's basketball coach Lon Kruger, one of nine to be inducted very soon in the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2022. And Coach Kruger is now going to join us to talk about it. Lon, welcome. I, I uh, told Eddie Shannon hello for you. He said hello back to you and uh, congratulations to you. And my congratulations too, Lon. Great, great stuff here for you. 
Thanks very much, and thanks for passing on the hello to Eddie. What a terrific young guy and a good basketball coach now. Yeah, and he's at South Carolina. He'll be here in the SEC. Lon, when did you find out about this? They actually uh, told us earlier in the spring uh, with the anticipation of releasing it uh, at the Final Four, and uh, then uh, some complications for whatever reason came up, and they just released it this week. So uh, we're honored, and uh, certainly uh, a lot of people, uh, when a coach – receives an honor like that uh, a lot of people share an ownership <laughs> the players the assistant coaches the staff and and the fans and even the media so it's uh, it's a shared uh, shared honor for sure you got a pretty uh pretty good class here coach beeline coach calhoun coach williams and others uh that that's a pretty good class you're joining too right it is a good class uh certainly uh proud of uh that opportunity and uh, the folks going in uh uh, we're all uh, terrific, uh, had terrific careers and, and great people and uh, good friends as well. You know, Lon, when you, you coached at as many places as you did, you had the success that you did. It hasn't been that long since you got out. Have you thought about, you know, all your stops and, and what you've done? Have you had time to reflect? I guess you will here when you get inducted, but you know, really reflect on what you did as a college coach. What comes to mind uh, are all the relationships, all the friendships uh, at the various stops along the way. Uh, certainly our time in Gainesville, uh, we talk oftentimes about uh, because of the age of Kevin and Angie, our kids, uh, we met so many great people and still have uh, good friendships uh, there. And uh, and uh, speaking to you know Bill Koss uh, this morning on the phone, Ron and Cindy Marks, and you go down the list, uh, Jeremy Foley, talked to Jeremy today and uh, so nice of him to call. So just good, good people in Gainesville and uh, still uh, great friends there. You know, when you take a look, you, you kind of mentioned this too because because you coached at a lot of different places. You got a chance to coach a lot of different kids. How special was that, being able to just mentor, teach the game of basketball, and teach the game of life at the same time? Really, when you, when you talk to any coach or any teacher, uh, the joy is, is seeing young people, you know, make progress, you know, uh, you know, mature, uh, realize their potential, and, and feel good about what they've done. And uh, that's what we remember most, uh, the, the relationships with the players and, and seeing them grow and develop, and not only individually, but come together as a group and come together as a team in uh, an effort to win as many ball games as possible. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's the best part of it. Uh, you know, the relationships that you have uh, and the great memories that you have which are shared by a lot of people along the way. I don't know if you've had time to think about this too, Lon. When you, I mean, you started coaching here in 1990, and again, hadn't been that long since you got out. How do you think the game, the college game, changed, if any, from the time you started at Florida to when you got out? It changes a little bit every every uh, every year, and uh, certainly over 30 years, it, it's changed a lot. And I don't know that we'll. Uh, you know, match what's going to happen now going forward with regard to change because with the NIL yeah. and the portal, uh, things are changing much more rapidly and uh, will continue to do so over the next few years. But it's a different game. It's a different game. Uh, the players are different. Uh, their attitudes are different. Uh, their expectations are different. And uh, and more people are involved. Uh, now you've got uh, not only the parents, which uh, always you know should be involved, now you've got agents, you've got uh, the advisors, you've got uh, uh, those around the players 
much, much more involved. Uh, now even the boosters with the NIL. So uh, it's definitely different. Uh, you know, we uh, for years uh, the rules tried to legislate the boosters out of the relationship, and now they're encouraging them right back in. So it's uh, certainly different today. Um, when you saw, I mean, tomorrow is the one-year anniversary of the NIL, which is kind of hard to believe. But when you saw that and as you see that, Lon, it's, I don't think it's going to change, but is it going to be in the long run good for the game? Will, will, will the dust settle and things get back to some kind of normalcy here? There'll be a new normal. Uh, it, you know, it won't be the same as it's been in the past for sure. Uh, and certainly some, some many will benefit from the NIL. I think, unfortunately, probably more than uh, uh, not, the, uh, the, there'll be disappointment. You know, players all think the grass is greener. They think there's going to be a lot of money to be made, and certainly some will. No question about that. For the most part, probably uh, more will be disappointed than pleased by uh, what they find in the NIL. And uh, probably the same thing with the portal. You know, they're getting uh, – a lot of kids are getting – you know, suspect advice because uh, more people want to be involved. And if kids are checking out the portal and checking out the market with regard to the NIT, then, uh, then that brings more people into the conversation. And, uh, and uh, everyone thinks grass is always greener elsewhere, but it uh, doesn't always work out that way. I cannot believe Kevin Kruger is almost 40 years old. I cannot <laughs> believe that lon when you know being here saw him run around here for those who don't know kevin is now a coach at unlv when did he start getting the coaching bug well i think right after he played you know he played for six or seven years after college uh you know in the uh, g league and overseas and uh, i think he always knew you know that's all he's been around you know from time like you say as nine and ten year old at uh, in gainesville he was running around practice and sitting on the bench and and uh, shooting with the players, so uh, he grew up with that. And uh, I think he always knew he uh, he wanted to coach, but uh, you know had a good career and uh, played for a while after college. And uh, now is the head coach at UNLV. You know, just finished his first year here. Oh, Lon, I lost you. There you go. Oh, there you go. Okay, got you back. Um, last question. I- I've always found it interesting with athletes or coaches to kind of know when to step down. Sometimes it's hard to retire as a player. It's it's hard to get away from the game. Was that a hard decision for you to make? It wasn't really. Uh, we, we'd done it for 45 years, and uh, Barb and I started talking about, um, you, know, you know, what we're going to do after coaching uh, a couple couple years ago, I guess, a couple, three years ago. And, and really, um, you know, I knew when our first granddaughter was born 10 years ago, that they would be the primary reason that we did step down. You know, we started feeling like we're missing a lot of their activities. And uh, then uh, actually Lou Hill, uh, one of our longtime assistant coaches, uh, head coach at Rio Grande Valley, uh, you know, a couple Januarys ago, passed away suddenly at age 55. Mm. And uh, then Kev got the job at UNLV. And I think everything kind of meshed together at that one moment where we just said, hey, it's, it's time, let's, let's do it. We uh, had a good group of guys at Oklahoma that, uh, that we were leaving. That was very difficult, of course, but at some point that's going to happen. Everyone's going to retire at some point, and you have to walk away from, uh, from some players that you feel very strongly about. But, uh, no, it was, it was good. The timing was right, and, uh, and uh, it was ready for someone else, and Porter Mosher took over at uh, 
Oklahoma last year and did a great job, and uh, we'll continue to do that. So uh, all is uh, all is good. We're excited about more time with the grandkids and uh, cheering on Kevin's program at uh, UNLV. That, that's great stuff. Lon's going to go in to the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame, class of 22, I think in November, right? That's when you get enshrined, Lon? It is in November, yes, around the Hall of Fame Classic. We've got a couple games there in Kansas City. Uh, in November, the uh, Monday, Tuesday prior to Sunday, Monday, Tuesday prior to Thanksgiving. Congratulations on this to you, Lon. Uh, always appreciate you and your time, and uh, enjoy this. You deserve it. Thanks for coming on and talking about it. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. You got it, Lon. Thank you. Always a class guy, Lon Kruger, um, who is going to go into the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame. And again, Roy Williams, Coach Beeline, among others, who are going to be going in with him. Uh, certainly a uh, really, really nice honor. Coming up in the uh, second hour today, if all goes right, Thomas Hawk, the new Gator men's basketball uh, recruit, is going to join us top of the hour. Uh, and then Dennis Dopp from CBS Sports will talk about the one-year anniversary of NIL and what the future may hold uh, in terms of college athletics with that. In the meantime, we will also take your calls in the second hour as well. Some of the things we'll talk about, what is your level of concern with Gator football recruiting, if there is any? Is it is it none? Is it moderate? Or is it like, I'm really concerned? Uh, and your thoughts about what the SEC should do in football in terms of, do they get rid of divisions? What do you think they should do? That's coming up in the second hour. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Then I was going in to have chemo, and before we put in my port, I called and said, I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, is to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away, and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my health care team and the family that's behind me and that. Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. If you suffer from joint pain from arthritis or an injury, you know the traditional treatments, pain meds and steroids, and then surgery, right? Now there's a better way, and it's here now from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This is an advanced, exciting, and natural alternative that can give you lasting relief using your body's own healing power. Listen, steroid shots are toxic to your joints. Pain meds are addictive, and nobody wants to go under the knife. It's 2022, and those old ways are out. And the new ways are in. Regenerative medicine can restore and repair damaged joint tissue using the natural biologics. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. 
QC Kinetics Regenerative Protocols can address any pain in any joint and give you the quality of life you deserve. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real, live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Summer is here. It's only June and we have record high temperatures. Ever wish your shorts or pants had air conditioning? You could cut or poke holes in your clothes, but that would take days. Lucky for you, Link Sole has you covered. Link Sole has taken its most technical fabric designed to be moisture wicking and quick drying and added precision holes cut from lasers to maximize airflow for added comfort. Get Link Sole's Boardwalker AC collection keeping you cool wherever you go at linksoul.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Thursday. Sam and Christina are tag teaming. Sam's doing the bulk of the work. Christina's learning what to do here. She'll be a future producer for us. Hope you're enjoying your day. Uh... Good conversation today with Lon Kruger. He'll be going into the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame. And, of course, uh, former Gator Eddie Shannon, who played for Coach Kruger, uh, because he's now an assistant coach at uh, South Carolina. Thomas Houck is going to join us now. Uh, If you follow Gator basketball recruiting, he is a recruit commit for the Florida Gators. And now Thomas joins us here. Thomas, good to have you. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, okay, I guess you know Gator fans always want to know this kind of thing, Thomas. What made you choose Florida? That's the that's the first and easiest question. Yeah, I mean just the um, just the culture that Coach Golden plays with, and just the um, just the guys down there were were great guys. When I went on my visit, I loved the campus. I loved uh, I loved everything the university had to offer, and um, I'm excited to be there next year. How important? Because look, we're in this world of NIL now, and you know, to some athletes, it's really important. Um, mm-hmm. Is that an important thing for you? I mean, not 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 too much. No, I mean NIL. I guess is if if you play really good, then yeah, there's there's opportunity for NIL deals. And I know I know nowadays colleges are using it kind of their advantage and like, hey, we're going to promise you this amount of money. But to me, that's not that's not too important. Um, okay, uh, give us your skill set. If a Gator fan were to see you on video, what's your skill set? What do you bring to the table? Yeah, so um, I'm a I'm a stretch four. I'm able to uh, go outside the three point line, knock down some shots. I'm a I'm a great defender, and I love to love to get to my right hand and finish above the rim when I get into the paint. And um, all around, I just love love playing good defense. I think that's a part of my game that not that many people recognize is just the ability to defend and I'm able to switch on to guards, point guards, and centers, and equally. Boy, you don't hear young players talk about playing defense a lot. So yeah. that, that's that's impressive. I'm already impressed, Thomas. That's good. Um, you <laughs> mentioned you. about Coach Golden. Um, mm-hmm. Who really recruited you from the staff? And, you know, I, I guess part of the reason you're coming here is because of the vibe you yeah. got from them, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Coach Hove and, and Coach Golden were the first ones to uh, first ones to talk to me. 
Um, were other schools had interest in you, and you know, d- did you have a timeline that you made a decision, or just did it feel right? Um, yeah, I, I visited um, Maryland, Northwestern, um, Richmond, and uh, I got an interest from. Uh, it was kind of like Xavier, Pittsburgh University, um, uh, Delaware, some schools like that, and um, yeah, and just just being on campus and. And just noticing that Florida, like, hey, this is like SEC basketball. This is different. And I knew going into the visit that if I really, really loved campus and the staff was staff was amazing, then my family and I were ready to commit. You mentioned this because, you know, it wasn't that long ago when the SEC, I can remember this like it was yesterday, only had like two or three teams that made the NCAA tournament. And the then commissioner mm-hmm. said, uh-uh, that's going to change. We, we can't have this. And now the SEC, mm-hmm. as you know, is really good. So was being a part of the SEC a big deal too? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. The bat, the level of basketball down there and everything. The SEC just in general sports-wise is usually a step up than other other conferences in the nation. And it's just, it just means a lot more just playing the SEC basketball. When you were growing up, did you play any other sports? Um, yeah, I was a football player and I played volleyball. Wow. When did you decide or think – basketball was like the thing you wanted to concentrate on yeah um so sophomore year i got my first offer division one from mount st mary's it's a small school up in maryland right close to where i live and um just just then kind of growing into a like six seven frame six 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 frame i kind of realized hey the basketball is the basketball is the route i want to go and then from there I just fell in love with the game were you a gator fan growing up i was yes i was <laughs> what what did you what would you like about florida um, yeah, I loved. Uh, I actually watched uh, Tim Tebow in 2008. That team. I wa- I remember growing up and loving that team. I know my parents mentioned I used to sit by the TV and watch games, and I don't know, just the winning culture that Florida has and stuff just kind of made me fall in love with them. <laughs> um, I- I'm going to go back to the defensive thing for a second, Thomas, because mm-hmm. again, you know, yeah. you don't hear a lot of players talk yeah. about that. You, you look at yeah. reports about you. You're fluid, but you really mm-hmm. do take a lot of pride in playing defense, don't you? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Defense is it's a big part of my game, and I know nowadays it kind of gets overlooked a little bit, but, yeah, that's I definitely take a lot of pride. Between now and the time you come to Florida, what are some areas of your game that you think you should or you want to improve on? Yeah, so I, I weigh around like 210 right now. I definitely want to get up to like 225, 220 before I come to Florida, and then obviously while I'm there, the, the strength thing, will they'll put a lot of weight on me there. But also um, – Definitely my shot outside. I want to be able to dribble and come off screens. Now, kind of be like the one screening, I guess. In nowadays game, I in AAU, I'm starting to work on that, being able to handle the ball better as like a three. So that, those are some of the things I want to improve on. You have you you're you're you have the envy of a lot of people because you're trying to gain weight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's usually not yeah. the same with a lot of people, yeah. but that's that's a really yeah. good thing. Um, last yep. question. For, yeah, last question yep. for you. Um, mm-hmm. you, you've been, if you, if you look at what people say, you know, that you, mm-hmm. I don't want to say a late bloomer, but you, you kind of, yeah. you know, came on the scene. Yeah. W- w- is that an accurate assessment? W- were you sort of a late bloomer in this? Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I know that, um, I know that last year before I made the move to reclass, I, uh, I had a lot of division one offers, but <clears throat> I kind of looked at myself and looked at my body development and was like, Hey, like 
I'm not in my full potential. And I wanted to be in my full potential playing AAU and high school ball. So we did take the reclass here. I know my, my parents weren't too thrilled about it. Obviously, <laughs> having all those offers, they were kind of scared. But it was it definitely paid off overall. I mean, look at me right now. I'm going to University of Florida. It's pretty pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty awesome. Thomas, I appreciate yep. your time and, and talking yep, to no Gator Country here. Let, let, let them know about you. Look forward to meeting you in person. Appreciate your time. Yep. Thank you. Yep, no problem. Thank you. You got man. it. You got it. Thomas Hockey is the new uh, Gator football recruit or basketball recruit uh all right we will open the phone lines for you for a little bit until we talk to dennis dot of cbs sports 392-8255 and you can email uh, s russell at wruf.com uh tomorrow my buddy shane matthews will be here uh also we hope to have get a football player richie leonard here sierra clark one of our grads who's now working up in arkansas we'll talk about arkansas uh, baseball and football a little bit. And then the, the play-by-play voice of Auburn University, Andy Burcham, is going to join us as well. Uh, all right, let's get Mike to the program here. Mike, hi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I wanted to make a couple points about recruiting. Uh, mm-hmm. I read a, on the website for Ohio State that they've extolled the fact that they think they're the second-ranked 2023 class right now as of middle of last week. They had 14 commitments six from Florida and of the and six of their players are receivers and they've got three wide receivers who they think are ranked in the top 10 including the top two from Florida and that's partly because they have a wide receiver coach who's nationally known and very very good at what he does and I think the key is not to freak out because the state's still getting raided by these other schools it's the fact that the turnover we've had in head coaches and assistants makes it impossible recruit the four and five stars when nobody knows you any of our coaches out there in other words we're sort of a blank slate still it takes time to build all of the pipelines to the various high school programs in, in the state and elsewhere and you keep extolling kentucky i think that's a very good point because my view would be from recruiting and building our program standpoint i'd like to uh, do what Kentucky has done, except at a slightly higher level. Gradually build a program with a bunch of top three plus and four star players, and we don't get a, a lot of five stars. That's okay if we have stability. We coach them up, they hit the weight room, and they do what they're supposed to do. And then we can gradually build from there. I don't think it's going to be a quick turnaround. And as far as the SEC uh, scheduling is concerned, the two possibilities are. Firstly, I want to say I'm not, I was not that much in favor of further expansion. I think we've gotten too big. But now that it's happened, we can either do a 7-2 with continuing with the uh, divisions, which I don't think will happen. I would favor the 3-6, where you rotate the 6 every year instead of having home and home. And that means you would play a Texas or an Alabama or an LSU at least every other year. And that would give us a lot of interesting new matchups. And I was only against that originally because the uh, NCAA said, if you don't have division, you can't have a championship game. Well, they dropped that requirement. So I think the three-sixths is the way to go. I think we should go to nine conference games. I think you have a much greater interest in the fans showing up at the games. Okay? Okay. Uh, you know, let me comment on your Kentucky thing. I don't disagree, but I think there's one big difference. Kentucky has not – first of all, I, I commend the administration of Kentucky for not letting Stoops go 
when he struggled early, like a lot of schools would have done. You you panic, and then you let a coach go. They let him build the program. The The only difference I see is the expectation, right? Here, because of Florida's past success, slowly doing it, like Stoops has done, may not be good enough because of the expectation level. If Kentucky wins nine games, they're happy in Lexington. If yeah, Florida so wins nine games, eh. So, but I see I'm your point. I'm not convinced we're an elite program anymore. Okay. I think we've been down for too long, and we have to be patient. And because we got so many competitors around us, especially you see what Miami's doing, the fact that our group has claimed that they have an NCAA violation already with the signing of that quarterback, indication that they haven't changed. They're going to do whatever they need to do, regardless of whether it's in the rules or not. So it's a very tough world out there now. Okay. Mike, thank you for your thank call. You. I appreciate it. Greg, i gotta, I got to get to an interview here, but please call back. 114 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Shaley Klein. The Tampa Bay Rays face off against the Toronto Blue Jays this evening. These two AL East foes both sit behind the Yankees. The Rays are 15 games behind, while the Blue Jays are 13 and a half games behind. Tune in at 6.30 for the start of game coverage. Meanwhile, the Atlanta Braves conclude their three-game series with the Philadelphia Phillies tonight at 6 p.m. Former Florida basketball star Bradley Beal is now a free agent. According to his agent, Beal declined his $36.4 million player option for next season. Beal was drafted by Washington third overall in the 2012 NBA draft, and has played his entire 10-year career with the Wizards. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Shaley Klein. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You know, folks, in this day and age when there's inflation and gas prices are up, the, the price of going to the grocery store is up, money's tight, and reliability in your vehicle, making sure you get something that not, not only you like, but that's going to be good in terms of not having to have repairs, et cetera. That's a really important thing. And maybe buying a brand new vehicle is not what you want to do. Well, I have the best alternative for you if that's the case. Southeast Car Agency, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. The Cousins family has been giving you that alternative for the past 40-plus years. The best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles the best of the best go online secars.com you can check out all the selection there go see them in person you can test drive the vehicles and their sales staff is there to help you but never does that staff try to hard sell you a vehicle i've purchased vehicles from there for a long time every one of them has been good including the one i'm driving right now when you go see them in person make sure and tell them sports scene sent you to southeast car agency here basketball baseball softball track and field and the spring football game boy am i excited well now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms 
Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online. At Daughtry Tree Service, we believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's Let's get real about COVID. We want it to be over. Some folks are like, it's over. But it's not. And two years in, our community is still hit harder. So we can't take our eyes off the ball. We need to talk about getting everyone vaccinated or boosted and let our friends know there are treatments for people who test positive. We've come a long way, but we have to keep our head in the game. Go to covid-resources.org or call 877-904-5097. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, in the heart of Gator Nation. And you can now purchase our merchandise at the restaurant or online at shop.spurriers.com. June is heating up and so are the deals at Gainesville Harley-Davidson. All month long, get 1.99% financing on any new Harley-Davidson in stock. That's right, 1.99% financing on Sportsters, Cruisers, Grand Touring, and Trikes. Plus, Gainesville Harley-Davidson is offering top dollar for your trade. Beat the heat with 1.99% financing on any new bike. Shop 24-7 at GainesvilleHarley.com. Certain restrictions apply. See dealer for details. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Well, we're going to talk a little bit today and tomorrow because it just seems unreal that it's been one year since the birth of name image and likeness and all that it has brought to the sports arena both good and bad I want to bring in Dennis Dodd from cbssports.com columnist there he has co-written a couple of uh columns and they're really worth the read Dennis thank you for doing this um I guess for those who maybe have not read what you all have written give me the give us the drift of of your your thought process here when it comes to this one-year anniversary well, we use, thanks for having me on. Sure. Uh, we use um, July 1st, tomorrow, the one year anniversary of NIL, as sort of a jumping off point for, uh, you know, a remake of college football. I think, you know, we all agree that it's never going to be the same. It's going to change. NIL has changed it forever. And what college football and college athletics are going to look like in the future because it's, it's changing below our 
right below our eyes right now. Um, and I think pretty quickly we're going to see the first story dealt with it, a breakaway from, uh, from the NCAA of college football. Now you look at what the players can do. There seems to be a growing sentiment, at least early on, Dennis, that the big boys, the, the, the schools that got the money, are the ones who are going to get the majority of the players. Do you think that's going to change? No, and it, it, it's what it is now. Um, NIL did nothing to change the fact that Alabama gets the best players and Akron doesn't. Um, the guardrails are in place. You can only take 25 of them per year. Everybody's talking about the wild, wild west. Uh, it hasn't changed the competition on the field. Uh, Alabama's not going to take 25 quarterbacks because it would ruin their roster. They're still going to get the best quarterback, though, or at least be in the running for it. Um, and those are generalities. So uh, I think it's time, I guess, to accept that fact. It's just what it's going to look like in the future. I mean, something to be considered. And I don't know how this is going to end up. By the end of next month, beginning tomorrow, next month, uh, the Big Ten and the SEC will be paying, basically paying every team. Uh, every team in those leagues will be getting $80 million per year in media rights uh, combined with NCAA tournament and college football playoff money. $80 million per year. That will be $30 million more than the next highest conference. That, I think, is you, you want to dig down on it is the issue because what happens when those 30 schools decide to flex whatever that means you know hey we want to offer 95 scholarships or there's gonna be a lot of schools that can't afford it Mm -hmm. and because of the the collegiate model won't want to afford it and i think that's where the real separation will take place there'll be a group of schools that pursue this from a business sports model and there'll be other ones that separate and say now we'll stay with this collegiate model and pursue academics more Dennis, what fascinates me and always has about the college model, um, because the NCAA has ruled it you know, for good or for bad, I, I think someday there's going to be a commissioner, you know, like a Roger Goodell or something. Do you see that happening? Yeah, in fact, that's what, uh, that's what part of the first piece dealt with yesterday, that there's going to be, I wouldn't say a czar or uh, you can call it a commissioner. I'd call it a CEO because Greg Sankey's not going to take uh, orders from anyone, for example, <laughs> right. but they need a face out front that is able to take on these issues and provide leadership. You know, Bill Hancock's the executive director right now, but he's a media guy. He's friendly with the media. Um, you know, he's there to take all the, the slings and arrows from us and from the public. The next person has to be more of a leader. And, Part of that leadership is going to be, if there is a breakaway, I think there's going to be some stewardship involved with college football. They're going to have to take on um, the, liabil- the legal liability right now. The NC- I, don't, I don't think people out there realize the NCAA, at last check, is fighting about 30 lawsuits uh, regarding health, you know, head trauma, stuff like that. We've all read about some of these things. Mm. They've, they've got to clear the decks. I don't know the answer to that, but this new CF, uh, CFB – 2.0 is going to have to clear the legal deck, at least take some of the liability for that. Uh, I think involved in that is postgraduate, um, you know, paying for postgraduate degrees. If, if players want to come back at any point, uh, postgraduate insurance for players. I know the PAC 12 already does that for health insurance for, I think two years for players to graduate. 
And then it just becomes a question, Steve, of what what is the thinnest line that connects any of this to to academics? Um, I don't know if I got a, an answer to that question. I was just gonna, it's funny. I was just going to ask that, so I'll pivot to another one. Yeah. Um, I really think there's going to be in the future some kind of unionization, some type type of collective bargaining. Do you think that's going to happen? Yeah, I don't know if it's unionization. I think they're going to steer around anything that gets close to that or an employee-employer relationship. I've talked to some lawyers, and there's, there's way, ways to do it. Because the union thing is, you know, there was a big deal last September when the general counsel for the National Labor Relations Board um, said, they're, you know, these players can unionize. But it only affected the 18 uh, private schools in FBS, so USC, Notre Dame, Vanderbilt, what have you. Um, Legal experts said that could translate to public universities. You know, you don't know. But so far, no one has. There's been no one to lead the players, either from, you know, an organizer or a group of players or anything like that. The, The Northwestern thing didn't work eventually back in 2015. I think what could happen is some some sort of collective bargaining in revenue sharing because the expansion money is going to be a windfall by all accounts, at least one billion per year. So you proactively go to these athletes and say, okay, we'll give you the X as a stipend every year. You call it a stipend. You don't call it money. You don't call it a a, a salary because that's what cost of attendance is. That's mm-hmm. what these Austin benefits are. Um, it's a stipend. So you say, here's a stipend. Do you agree to it? Okay. If you agree to it, you can't sue us for antitrust. You've agreed to it. Um, you collectively bargain, um, you collectively bargain, uh, working conditions. And I, I say something as simple as, I don't know if this will ever come about, but would it be fair for the players to say no practice begins before 6 a.m.? You know, stuff, stuff like that. There's a mutual respect there. It's not employee-employer. The players are getting paid more money to be part of this, and I think that's a way around it. Um, I may be wrong, but I think that's a way. I have a question here from a listener, Dennis, and I think it's a great one, mm-hmm. and I'll end uh, the, the conversation. He says, his name is Bill, he says, uh, can you please ask Mr. Dodd, So I'm asking Mr. Dodd. Um, He said, do you think there's going to come a day when if this model happens where you don't have to attend college, where a player can, in other words, attend classes, where you go to a college and you simply play a sport? He said, do you ever see that happening? Um, Yeah, I do. I mean, I think, again, I think there's a, a couple of models out there where you just put on a Michigan jersey and you know, the, the school licenses that jersey to those players, and they represent the school. Uh, I did a story seven years ago with uh, Jack Swarbrick, the uh, the AD at Notre Dame, where he suggested that, in fact, will be the future. There will be a group of schools that pursue uh, the traditional academic collegiate model, and there'll be a group of schools that are more business-like, for-profit. Uh, I, I don't think we're, in, we're anywhere close to that, but I, I think that's yeah that could happen. Okay, so Bill, there's your answer, and thank you for the question, Dennis. Where can people see the work? Uh, CBSSports.com. We're all over it. Okay, appreciate it. Oh, by the way, hold that up. Um, it, I'm just getting this USC. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I'm just getting it too, and I got to run. I know. Okay, I know you got to go. Thank you, Dennis. Appreciate yeah, your time. Uh, it's a breaking story. 
USC and UCLA are apparently going to the Big Ten. Good God. Yes, Steve. We had a report on Twitter come from John Wilner saying that U.S. from a source, USC and UCLA are planning to leave for the Big Ten as early as 2024. Move has not been finalized at the highest levels of power, however. (laughs) I'm telling you. I got to just say this, okay? The only constant is change, right? I mean, look. I'm old enough to remember when there was a Big 8 conference. There is no longer a Big 8 conference. So this is, it isn't like things have not changed. But I will tell you, what is today, Thursday? On Tuesday, I cannot tell you the person's name, but works for ESPN. And we just had this conversation because I asked the person, are we done with expansion? Are we done? And this person said, I don't think so. Wow. Incredible. 129, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WRUF. If you suffer joint pain from arthritis or an injury, you know the traditional treatments, pain meds and steroids, and then surgery, right? Hey, it's Steve Russell with great news. There's a better way, and it's here now from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This is an advanced, exciting, and natural alternative that can give you lasting relief using your body's own healing power. Listen, steroid shots are toxic to your joints, pain meds are addictive, and nobody wants to go under the knife. It's 2022, and those old ways are out. New ways are in. Regenerative medicine can restore and repair damaged joint tissue using the natural biologics. No drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. QC Kinetics Regenerative Protocols can address any pain in any joint and give you the quality of life you deserve. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Right now at International Diamond Center, you can get that Rolex watch you've always dreamed of and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. That's right. Now for a limited time, IDC's incredible five-year zero-interest plan is available on over 800 luxury pre-owned Rolex watches. Luxury timepieces have never been so affordable. IDC's buyers have scoured the country, buying up only the best of the best pre-owned Rolexes, the ones you can't find anywhere else. Daytonas, Batmans, Pepsis, Datejust, Submariners, each one carefully inspected and in pristine condition. If you've been trying to find a Rolex, you know what a challenge it is. But IDC has the model you want in stock now at a very competitive price. And now through June 30th, you can pick out the Rolex you've always wanted. We'll make it more affordable than ever with special five-year zero-interest financing. Hurry in for the best selection. We've got hundreds of Rolex watches for both men and women. Don't miss this opportunity to get the Rolex you deserve only at International Diamond Center. On approved credit, some restrictions apply. See store for details or shop IDC.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking. 
or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. This Independence Day, the Boston Pops Fireworks Spectacular is back in Boston. Presented by Bloomberg and Eaton Vance. Join conductor Keith Lockhart with special appearances by Shaka Khan. Javier Colon. And Heather Headley. Watch and listen Monday, July 4th, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Bloomberg Television, Bloomberg Radio, Bloomberg.com, Bloomberg Quick Take, and the Bloomberg Business App. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A mix of sun and clouds today, high temperatures in the low 90s, heat indices in the upper 90s, and we've got a good chance for numerous thunderstorms later on in the afternoon and throughout the evening, especially inland and west. Anywhere from the Highway 301 corridor westward, numerous thunderstorms popping up. They could produce locally heavy rainfall rates, and flash flooding will be possible. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jane Williams, and Max Kellerman. Do I believe Draymond think that he has a really good team that's going to compete at the highest level? Yeah, I, I think he believes that. Does he believe they got another championship or two inside of that arena? I think he believes that, but I don't personally subscribe to believing that he believes they're going to win three out of the next four. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. by every media outlet. So we'll keep you posted on this. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Hope you're well. Yep, doing well. Hey, Steve, I want to chat you up on this breaking news, but I want to ask you about Greg Sankey a little bit. Okay. Um, Steve, I listen to a little of these phones. You can listen to anything. I listen to a little USC uh, radio late at night with nothing going on. It's no news to you, I'm sure, that they, USC mainly has been dissatisfied uh, being in that league. Larry mm-hmm. Scott's very unpopular. They finally got rid of him. Yep. They've been talking about that for years. You've even seen it from time to time. Maybe the Big 12 mentioned most notably with USC. But, of course, the Big, tw- uh, the, yeah, the Big uh, 12 excuse me, has disintegrated pretty much with the leaving of Oklahoma and Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not really shocked to hear that at all. What I would be curious to know is, is – um, has Hank, uh, Sankey had any contact at all in the last, say, year with Notre Dame and USC? I'd, I'd be interested if they've ever, if, if they've had any serious talks at all. Because if if you let USC go to the Big Ten, I'd be curious to know what what Sankey, where Sankey was, and all that. You know what, Mike? I don't know the answer to that, but common sense tells me, in this world that we're in right now, anything. I mean, why wouldn't you make a phone call to see, you know, what could happen? 
So would that would that shock me if that happened? No, wouldn't not at all. Well, um, does Sankey work independently, Steve, or does he have uh, SEC presidents telling him what to do? I think a little of both. I mean, look, I okay. think he, I think his job is to look for the betterment of the league, and that's any commissioner, right? In other words, yeah. if you're if you're uh, Roger Goodell, you know, you work for the owners. Well, if you're mm-hmm. Greg Sankey, I mean, do you work for the presidents in the league? Yes, but you also do things that you bring to the table that you think are going to, are going to enhance your league. I know uh, Notre Dame's loosely affiliated in the ACC, but I'd also be curious to know if Sankey's had any discussions with Notre Dame because that's the big prize. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Steve, uh, one last thing for you. Um, with Texas and Oklahoma entering the league, we're getting to 16 teams. The NFL, of course, has 32. We all know the NCAA's uh, neutered. Um, we all know it's craziness and everybody's looking for structure. I've been kind of also wondering why has the SEC really gotten serious about, hey, we're just going to break off and do our own team. We're going to have our little mini NFL 16-team uh, uh, league. That's, what about that? That's been talked about, and I think there's, there's pro and con to that. Okay, if you I'll talk as a fan now, Mike. Okay, if I have if I'm a fan of a team that is in one league and only plays in one league and you win a championship. Right. Well, then what are you the champion of? You're the champion of, of, of one league without you know, others getting a chance to go ahead and beat you. Yeah. So well, that's Steve, the problem. Um, I'd also, I also think they need to address Vanderbilt in the league, probably tell them they're not welcome in football anymore. If you do want to go to that 16-team model, I'm pitching at you, many NFL. But I'll leave you with this, Steve. If Sankey was caught flat-footed on USC going to the Big Ten, he's not doing his job. And you hang in there. All right. Thank you. I think he's done a pretty darn good job in terms of Oklahoma and Texas and things like that. So, And, and the other thing is – Okay, if you are USC and UCLA in this and you come to the SEC, given its makeup now, you're kind of like one of, okay, great. You go to the Big Ten, that that really juices up that league. Ed, welcome to Sports Scene. Yes, Steve, there, there was talk right after the Oklahoma-Texas decisions that those two might be next. Uh, I I don't know. I'm, I would be surprised if Stanky didn't reach out, but but for the reasons you just mentioned, uh, it it just didn't go anywhere. And uh, now now they're is it pretty certain they're going to the Big Ten, or do you say it's it's still kind of some some sources reporting it? Yes, and some yeah. are confirming it. Some some are reporting it, but not everybody has reported it. Yeah. Well, first of all, how many teams does the Big Ten have now? Isn't it 11? Uh, um, you're going to catch me <laughs> flat-footed here, but I think so, yes. Yeah, so they've got a ways to go to get to 16, but uh, kind of going along with Tennessee. Matt, Mike, maybe the, the, the champs of the Big Ten play the champs of the SEC for the whole thing. Well, see, uh, that's what some people are looking at. And if you heard you know, Dennis Dodd on here... He, he basically said it. Those are going to be the two leagues with the most revenue. By far. So, you know, if you want to keep up with the other one, right, well, then that's what you do. 
Absolutely. And glad you had Lon on. He's always been one of my favorite coaches. And it's interesting how he adapted over his career because I remember a lot of fans when he was at Florida called Florida's offense crawl ball because, you know, it wasn't up-tempo and that kind of thing. But by the time he got to Oklahoma, it was anything but crawl ball and UNLV. So uh, he was smart enough to adjust his, uh, you know, style or whatever as he aged in the profession and uh, as a result uh, is going into the Hall of Fame, which is uh, kudos to him for that. And doesn't the Big Ten – isn't it four? Isn't it fourteen teams in the Big Ten? Isn't it? Maybe, maybe, uh, and I should know this, but you know, I don't know every team in every. But I think it's fourteen. Okay, I don't keep up with them much, <laughs> but as Larry used to say, that's look upable. Right, but uh, uh, yeah, okay, it is fourteen. So yes, because I knew it was. I, I, when you said eleven, it was not. It was an even number. So fourteen is right. Okay, and the other thing about Lawn was uh, you were around back then. Uh, he and his staff went after Vince Carter as hard as any coaching staff could possibly do it. I mean, I watched Vince play here at Lawn's camp the summer before his senior year, and I think when Vince opted for North Carolina, Lawn might have gotten the idea that I just don't know if it can happen at Florida and wound up going to Illinois. And I don't know, do you subscribe to any part of that or – or what's your feeling on it? Repeat that again for me, please. Well, Lon went after Vince Carter so hard right. over yeah. in Daytona. Uh-huh. And and he lost him to North Carolina, who was uh-huh. a, a blue blood. Right. And and after that happened, he said, I'm just thinking, he said, you know, if we can't get somebody in Daytona Beach, uh, you know, is it ever going to get done at Florida? And, of course, Illinois was a, was a, a power in the Big Ten back then. Uh, so he was looking for a chance maybe where he might could win a national championship, thinking – I can't get the players to win one here. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I've never asked Lon that because I don't think he was unhappy here. You know, his family was happy here and all that. But I think from a, uh, you know, how much can you win at Florida and at that particular time, then, yeah, if he saw an opportunity to go somewhere where he had a better chance to win. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. Well, uh, we certainly remember the uh... – uh, find a way. Wasn't that the motto that one year? Mm-hmm. We yep. went to the Final Four, so uh, at least he found a way to get that far one year, and, and we'll always appreciate that. Thanks a lot, Steve. Ed, thank you. Appreciate your call. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, BB says somewhere a Rose Bowl executive just opened a bottle of antacids. Um, and then uh, the question you ask about the format, I'm not quite understanding it, um, so maybe Give me another email, or um, I'll try to answer the question. Uh, 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll have one more segment for you, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Christina Santiago. Gator men's basketball has successfully recruited 6'9 forward Thomas Hawk to their 2023 roster. Staying in Gator basketball, former Gator coach Long Cougar has been named to the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2022. Former Gator player Bradley Beal declines a $36.4 million player option and becomes a free agent. This makes him eligible to sign a five-year maximum deal to return to the Wizards 
or to pursue a contract with a new team. In Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays have just lost to the Milwaukee Brewers 5-3. They will be playing again tomorrow, starting a five-game series against the Toronto Blue Jays. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Christina Santiago. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence, and, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth, because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. The following is a commercial announcement. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Did you know the brain develops until you're 25? That means any drugs or alcohol you put into your body affect the way your brain develops. You need your brain for everything you do. Each time teens use drugs or alcohol increases the risk of damage to their brain and body even death. You have the power to protect your brain. Use the facts about drugs and alcohol to make your future the best it can be. Check out thefactsyourfuture.org. Your future depends on it. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code BRAVO for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code B-R-A-V-O. Use code BRAVO for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Gas discounts not available in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Peyton says, I guess geography's out the window. USC, UCLA to the Big Ten, UCF to the Big 12, Cincy to the Big 12. At this rate, Hawaii might join the ACC. <laughs> well, 
The Wright brothers helped that, didn't they? With the benefit of the airplane? But yes. I mean, look. I, I, I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to. Nothing, nothing surprises me anymore. Nothing. This is just about money. And I'm not saying that's bad, but just what it is. And, you know, when I, again, when I talked to this ESPN person on Tuesday, they said that, now, again, I, I will repeat, they did not say this was going to happen in two days. But they did say, given the landscape that people are making phone calls, people are doing their due diligence, and if this ends up being true, well, kudos to, you know, the Big Ten. Greg, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I just had a problem with my phone. Hey, Steve, I was looking at the uh, um, what is as of today, you know, like the top recruiting schools, of course, and I'm going to tie this in with NIL, just just be patient with me. A&M, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Texas. I would argue Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State have predominantly gotten those types of recruits, and they have been historically, you know, you know, since probably all of the 21st century. It's the Texas and the Texas A&M. And I would argue, aside from the awesome Peyton Manning descendant, whatever he is, nephew, uh, going to Texas, I would still argue that A&M and Texas both have huge corporate, you know, big-time sponsorships, uh, you know, or boosters, I should say, not sponsorships. And now for them in the NIL, I mean, we saw the Saban tirade that was, like, worth a whole week's worth of talk radio when Saban went off on A&M. And I was just curious, Steve, and I'll listen to your answer off air, but do you see a team like A&M being in the Final Four in these NIL schools that have the most money? And I'm wondering if there's a way maybe we could figure it out, like at the end of the year, who got the most NIL money, and then kind of watch and compare, contrast and compare with how they finished. That would be interesting. But as of right now, do you see an A&M being in the Final Four because of all this NIL money, which is what Saban accused them of? And it is kind of interesting that they went from like a top 15 type uh, recruiting school to number one in the country. And I'll listen off there and go Gators. Great to have you back, Steve. All right, Greg, thanks. Um... In the 2022 class, A&M was number one, according to 24-7 Sports. But Texas is, what you say about Texas is not true. They have recruited well most of the time. In 2022, their class was ranked five. So before Arch Manning, they were still recruiting pretty well. But no, I do not think this year Texas A&M will be in the Final Four at all. No, I don't. I think they have too many question marks, and I think there's too many other teams that are better than they are. Remember, they did beat Alabama, okay? But what was their overall record? And they still have, I think, issues at quarterback. You know, who's going to be their guy? So I think they're far from a finished product. But when you get, I think they had 29 or 30 in that class, some ridiculous number, Um and if that continues, then, you know, they might be a factor. But once again, I'm going to say Texas has big money. 
that is going to talk here. No question. All right, we got about uh, five minutes left. Still time uh, for your calls. What a day. Just when you think, yes, yeah, you know, the end of June, you're getting in July. Oh, boy. Bam. Bam. If this is really happening, I will tell you more people are now reporting this. Um, but some of the uh, major uh, outlets have not done that yet. I'm on ESPN.com right now. Um, they have not uh, posted anything with this, so I'm sure they're trying to see uh, and get their sources together before they report, which is what you're supposed to do. By the way, did you see this? Speaking of NIL, interesting. A running back for the Cincinnati Bengals is going to be an adjunct professor at Texas A&M Law School. Travion Williams. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to co-teach a class on NIL. I think more schools are going to do that because that is going to help educate their athletes. Uh, the actual course is uh, it's a class on NIL, college athletics, and athlete advocacy alongside a sports attorney and business consultant. He played at Texas A&M. Um, so will that enhance what A&M is doing in terms of the in terms of the portal, in terms of what? Sure it will, okay? Um, because he says, Williams says, quote, having someone who's been in that system who could relate and who can bring a certain stamp of actual real-life engagement in that world, I feel like I can be beneficial. The uh, business consultant, whose last name is Sinatra, um, also went to Texas A&M. Um, and he says the class came from a joke on Twitter. They were kind of joking around. Oh, we ought to teach. Oh, yeah, right. Well, um, guess what? That's going to happen. So you just don't know. Uh, all right, let's get to a couple of emails here. We still have time for a call. Um, he said the other question, well, the SEC teams rotate every year, so you don't won't necessarily get a home and home. I don't know that. They haven't come up with the format yet. So I can't answer that because we don't know what the format is. I just can't answer it. Um, let's see here. Bill emails and says, Steve, if this happens, what happens to the Pac-12? Well, let's assume they leave. Okay. Well, now, if you're going to be like what the Big 12 did, you got to go recruit. Right? I mean, I would think you would want to add teams. So, but now, who do you get? That That's the problem. You're going so far down the totem pole here, right? I mean, no disrespect meant to UCF or Cincinnati or schools like that, but they do not have the cachet of Oklahoma and Texas. They don't. And unless 
if you're the Pac-12, unless you raid a conference that's got you know, great schools that you get to go to that league, you're not going to get anything, in my opinion, comparable to USC or UCLA. I mean, they are the linchpins of that conference. So I'm telling you, NIL, transfer portal, all this, and this is just, you know, remember, remember it wasn't that long ago when what did we think? It's the Power Five conferences, and it's all kumbaya, and they're going to look out for one another. Four, get it. It is dog-eat-dog survival of the fittest. That is what this is now. Again, if this reporting comes to fruition. It's just it's staggering, really, when you think about it. Tomorrow on the show, play-by-play voice of Auburn University, Andy Burcham, will join us to talk about a little football. Uh, and we're trying to look back at some of the baseball teams in the league. They were a College World Series participant. You know, who's in the portal? What's their future looking like? Uh, Sierra Clark, one of our former grad or one of, one of our grads, uh, is working up in Arkansas now. We'll do the same thing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Hope to have Gator football player Richie Leonard here on the program and uh, Shane Matthews. And I can't wait to talk to Shaner tomorrow if all this stuff becomes true. He's got definite opinions on the NIL, too, uh, and we will talk to him. The other thing that's fascinating to me, and somebody emailed it earlier today and said this. Three or four years ago, people were lamenting the fact that Florida wasn't getting recruits because they didn't have a facility. They didn't have a facility that could measure up to a lot of the other schools. $85 million later, how much of a factor is that now? I mean, you have to have it, but it isn't like, wow, I'm choosing Florida because of the facility. Uh Uh-uh. At least I don't think so. But again... That's how quickly, quickly the landscape has changed. Our thanks today to Lon Kruger, who's going in the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame. Fast Eddie Shannon, former Gator basketball player, not coaching at South Carolina. Thomas Hawk, the newest Gator men's basketball recruit. And to CBSSports.com columnist, Dennis Dodd. Thanks to Sam and Christina for producing. We thank you for listening. We'll do this again tomorrow at noon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.